At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, 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 welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode here. We're going to talk about a few things today, one of those things being the, the new... Uh, law or whatever you want to call it that just passed that states that the U.S. military um, has to get vaccinated, right? That the Pentagon announced vaccine mandate for the U.S. military, and I think they have to get it by like September 18th or something like that. Uh, service members who refuse could be punished under the uniform code of the military justice. How absolutely insane is that? I mean, how absolutely insane is that, that They've looked at our military and they've said that without this, the, now remember, the FDA is not, or, or the, I'm sorry, the vaccine is not FDA approved. Okay. We, we, we can't forget that. We got to remember that the vaccine is not FDA approved. Right. So, so here we are. Here we are. We got a vaccine that's been rushed because they wanted to get it out to the public. Right. And, and in fact, it's a vaccine that doesn't work. Right. So there's enough studies and data out there that shows uh, and enough doctors that have came out and talked about it that shows that vax that this vaccine doesn't work. It lessens the symptoms that you get. You could still die, possibly. It's I mean, it does lessen the symptoms, but it's not guaranteed. You can still transmit uh, coronavirus to other people and you can also still get coronavirus, even though you've been vaccinated. You still have to follow all of the same rules that an unvaccinated person has to follow. Um, so really, you getting vaccinated means nothing. You've done nothing. You've done nothing to protect anyone around you or yourself. Not that you should worry about the people around you because they, it's their health. They should be worrying about their own health. You should be worrying about yours. But back to the military, right? So now, now they've said, listen, the men and women who protect our freedoms, right, who go over and fight for our freedom. These brave men and women doing the job that nobody else wants to do, right, that nobody wants to do. Why? Because they're brave and they're, and, and they're tough, right? They're grit. They're willing to go over and fight for, for the freedoms in this country, Okay, so I'm going to read a little article here. Uh, so it says the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin issued a uh, memorandum on Monday informing all Department of Defense employees of an upcoming mandate to get immunized against coronavirus. The Associated Press reported members of the U.S. military will be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine beginning next month under a plan laid out by the Pentagon Mon by the Pentagon on Monday. And endorsed by President Joe Biden, of course. According to the outlet, Austin said the mid-September deadline could be accelerated if the vaccine receives final FDA approval or infection rates continue to rise. I have this is a quote. I have every I have every confidence that service leadership and your commanders will implement this new vaccination program with professionalism, skill, and compassion. That's what that Lloyd Austin wrote. To defend this nation, we need a healthy and ready force. But that's not, I mean, it's just, it's just not, that's not factual, obviously. 
we we all know that the vaccine is not what what it's touted to be. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration is expected to fully approve Pfizer. BioNTech's vaccine by the start of next month, a recent report by the New York Times. That's what they had said. According to CBS News, vaccines in the military are voluntary when under emergency use authorization by the FDA. If the federal agency does not give final approval to the vaccine before Austin's deadline, he would need a waiver from Biden to make vaccines mandatory a move the president suggested he would support. Of course he would support that. If service members refuse to get the vaccine after it is mandated, the choice could constitute failure to obey an order and may be punishable under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Right? The Associated Press reported, however, they may seek an exemption for reasons such as medical issues or religious beliefs. Okay, Secretary Austin and I share an unshakable commitment to making sure our troops have every tool they need to do their jobs as safely as possible. That's what Biden said. Being vaccinated will enable our service members to stay healthy, to better protect their families, and to ensure that our force is ready to operate anywhere in the world. Okay, now, you know, Biden didn't write that because he doesn't know right from left. So, you know, somebody else definitely uh, wrote that statement for him. I am proud that our military women and men will continue to help lead the charge in the fight against this pandemic, as they so often do, by setting the example of keeping their fellow Americans safe. That was also in Biden's statement. Now, I just real quick want to point out, you notice how it said, I am proud that our military women and men. Okay. Women and men. And I'll listen, this whole, this whole men and women thing, I'll get into that, but, but men are, men are very mistreated in the, in this country. I mean, extremely uh, mistreated in this country. And I don't know if I'll get in into that in this episode, that might be for, for a whole nother episode, but very interesting uh, how, how women was, was used first. Um, not that I give a shit, but, but obviously very interesting. Secretary Austin said President Biden had asked him to consider how and when we might add the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 vaccines to the list of those required for all service members. Austin developed the Pentagon plan after consulting with military officials, White House COVID uh, task force leaders, and health professionals uh, his memo said that this is obviously it says U.S. Congressman Mark Green, a Republican from Tennessee, opposes the directive. We're, uh, wearing our country's uniform does not mean our service members sign away the right to make personal medical decisions. And that's fact. I mean, and, that, and that's for anybody. I mean, come on, folks. That's for anybody. Since when is since when does the government make the choice for us on medically what we need to be doing? Listen, if I go to the doctor tomorrow and the doctor says, Nate, you got six months to live, right? You got six months to live and says you got cancer, you got six months to live. If you go through chemo and you go through radiation, and you do these things. You maybe maybe we can clear it up. Maybe you get another six months. Maybe you get another year. Whatever. And I go home. I have the right to decline that, right? I have the right to say, you know what? I'm just going to take these next six months, and I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to see my family and my loved ones, and I'm going to enjoy my life for the next six months. Okay. I have the right to do that. Okay. 
I mean, listen, I went to a doctor's appointment yesterday. So I actually had an actual doctor's appointment and I was getting a scope done, right? So they're, you know, going in through my nose to, to look at my throat and they started, right? And in the middle of them doing the scope, I I, I gagged and I pushed the, the doctor away from me and it pulled the scope out of my nose, right? And before they put that scope in, they said, listen, we don't have to, right? This is your choice. You make the choice on whether or not you want us to do the scope today or you can come back a different time and do it. Why? Because that's my medical choice, right? They didn't look at me and say, you have to have the scope. And if you don't get the scope, here's, here's, here's what's going to happen. Here's the repercussions of that. They didn't do that because it's my medical choice. This is my life. Okay, let's move on. CBS News reported that 65% of active duty personnel were fully vaccinated as of Monday. Well, at least 74% had received one shot. I do not believe that. I do not believe that that um, 65% are fully vaccinated. I don't believe that at all. Uh, I strongly encourage all Department of Defense, military, and civilian personnel, as well as contractor personnel to get vaccinated now and for military service members to not wait for the mandate. That's what that Lloyd Austin wrote. He went on to close his memo by saying, get the shot, stay healthy, and stay ready. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like it, folks. I don't like uh I don't like this this idea of making our military get a shot. I don't like that. I think that it's, I I just kind of, um, I don't like it. I, I think it's really wrong. I think it's wrong that, that we're, we're saying you have to get the shot and, and that's, it's wrong for anybody, right? It's not just the military. It's anybody, any government officials, any city workers, anything like that. It's wrong to say you have to get the shot. It's my medical decision, whether or not I want to get the shot, right? If I don't want to, if I don't want to get it, I shouldn't have to get it. This is my life, and I live in a free country, right? And and to be honest with you, and I know this is going to sound rude, but I, I don't care about John's health, who lives five houses from me. I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. I have my own problems. I have my own life, and I have my own health to worry about. I can't worry about everybody else's health. I sure as hell ain't worrying about someone's health I don't even know. And listen, it's unfortunate, but the weak in this country, they're going to die. The weak people in this country, if they didn't die from coronavirus, it probably would have been something else. And I know, you know what? I know, I get it. I'm being insensitive. I'm being insensitive, but it's unfortunate. This is how, what life is. You're born to live and die. That's what it is. You are born on this earth to mate to reproduce and die. That's what you're born to do. That's what it is. That's what it is. You might die tomorrow driving a car. If you're out in the middle of a storm, you get struck by lightning. There's so many things that can, that can hurt you. So many things that can hurt you. So many things that can, that can, that can harm people. And we're worried about this. We're being told we have to do something. We're being told we have to show papers like, like we're living in, in, in Germany during, during the Reich, during Hitler's regime, right? That's what we're being told. That's where the United States is headed. Listen, if you haven't seen it yet, go on Amazon and watch a series called The Man in the High Castle. Okay, I want everyone 
who's listening, if you have the time, go to Amazon and watch The Man in the High Castle and just watch it. It's very interesting because the things that you see happening in this in that series now it's a it's a uh, it's just a series, you know. It's not like uh, like a documentary series. It's just a regular you know Amazon series, okay. But go to that, go to and watch it, and and you know what? Just notice how the things that are happening in that series. It's it's kind of what's happening here in the United States. It's kind of what's happening around the world. Okay, it's kind of what's happening around the world. But go there. I want to. I, I encourage everybody to go check that out. I encourage everybody to go and look at and watch the Man in the High Castle. Okay, I encourage everybody to go watch that. Okay, because I think it's. I think that people and individuals and Americans and people. I mean, all over the world, really. They need to start listening to some of these people who've come out of communist regimes and socialistic regimes, and they need to listen to these people. When these people say, look, your country is headed for that, I mean, they're implementing the same things that our dictator implemented to get into power. To At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Create a communist party. To create a communist country. That's where the United States is headed, folks. That's where we're headed. We are headed in the direction of a communist dictator. You know, we've elected, we've elected this, this, this president who, who is, is, is delusional, who doesn't know right from left, who doesn't know his wife from his sister, who likes to sniff little girls, right? He likes to sniff their hair, likes to sniff little boys' hair, Right? But but they're making rules. They're telling us we have to do this, but they're not doing it. We have the Obamas of the world having a party with 400 people. Unmasked. Unmasked. 400 unmasked people. Very interesting. It's very interesting to me how it's rules for us, but not for them. Rules for us, but not for them. And people are just, they're just like, oh, it's, this is what you need to do. Wearing a mask protects you. Listen, if I have to wear a respirator when I'm using my paint gun, and, and even the respirator doesn't stop all of the particles from the paint, which the paint particles are, I mean, they're bigger, okay? They're, they're bigger than, than the coronavirus airborne particles. And the, but yet, a tiny little blue mask is going to protect you from from you getting a, a coronavirus, which are smaller particles, which has been proven that masks don't work. It's been proven that masks aren't good for you when you're wearing them. It's not good for you guys. It's not good. And it's not good that we're just letting that we're just letting these things happen. That we're just allowing the government to tell us what we can and cannot do. It's not right. It's not okay. We have to fight back. We have to let the government know that it's not okay. 
We have to let the government know that they don't get to just push us around. They don't get to look at us and tell us we have to have vaccine passports. That's wrong and that's ridiculous. Okay. It's the same, you know, I saw a video over in France and the police over there are legitimately going to restaurants and they are telling people, show us your papers, show us your papers that prove that you've been vaccinated is when I saw this video, I thought it, where am, am I? What world am I living in? Am I living in Nazi Germany right now? Am, am I living in, in, Am I living in Nazi Germany? Am I living under the Reich? Am I am I living in Cuba? Am I living in China right now? Where what is happening to not only the United States but to these other countries? What is going on here? Since when since when is it okay for someone to ask you your personal medical information and if you don't show them you don't get to eat at that restaurant. Since when is it okay for a restaurant owner who doesn't know you, who isn't in the government, isn't part of the medical system, nothing, says you have to show me your personal medical record of being vaccinated before you can eat here? That is the most crazy thing I've ever heard. It's the most crazy thing I've ever heard and that I've ever witnessed and that I've ever lived through in the 32 years. And I'm young. I'm only 32 years old, but in the 32 years that I've been on this earth, that's crazy to me. And, and it's an absolute violation, an absolute violation of your privacy, especially your medical privacy. When, you, when I go to the doctor, when I go to a doctor, my, my, my primary care physician, or I go have a procedure done, that's a private record. That's a private when when my doctor comes in the room after the nurse, you know, takes my blood pressure and all that, and that doctor comes in that room, the things that I say to that doctor, those things are private. Those are kept between me and my doctor. Okay? My doctor, you know, it's not it's not like we're I'm saying these stuff and then my doctor goes out and she puts a a post on Facebook. I just saw this patient. This is what we talked about. This is why we talked about it, you know, but but that's what's happening. That's what's happening with this idea of you have to have vaccines to eat at my restaurant. You have to have vaccines to get into my movie theater. It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's ludicrous. It's delusional. And it's ridiculous. I think what's delusional about the whole thing is when they say, we're only trying to protect you, right? We're trying to protect you from another person, Right, but you're not because it's been proven statistically. There's been doctors, there's been all kinds of people have come out and said the vaccine doesn't stop you from transmitting coronavirus to another human being or contracting coronavirus from another human being. Right? It lessens the symptoms. Sure, maybe it makes it a little bit easier for you to get through that coronavirus uh, illness that you're going to have. Maybe. I'm sure there's still people that, you know, obviously are going to get very sick from it, even with the vaccine. And that happened. That happened in Massachusetts. We've seen that. Those individuals were vaccinated. But here we are saying that the vaccine is the end all. The vaccine doesn't kill the virus. Okay. So, in fact, it's 
most likely the vaccine that's mutated this virus, right? I always think if we would have just left this alone. Now, imagine this for a minute, friends. Imagine this for a minute, folks. If we would not have came out with a vaccine, if we would have just let this thing go, we would already be at herd immunity. We would already be at herd immunity. Yes, people are going to die, and that's sad. That's unfortunate. But it's I can't help it if that individual is weak. If they didn't die from the coronavirus, it would have been a different virus. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not a year from now, maybe not 10 years from now. We don't know. I could die from the flu. I could die from a different virus, right? Anybody can die. This is, this is life, right? Being put on earth to mate and then die. That's what we're here for, okay? But this idea <clears throat> to give us a vaccine that doesn't even work, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, folks. It does not work. You can still get coronavirus. You can still spread coronavirus, and you can still get sick from coronavirus. Please answer me this question, folks. Please answer me this question. If you can still get everything that the unvaccinated can get, then why did you get the vaccine? Why did you get it? Why did you get the so-called jab if it doesn't do anything different than just being unvaccinated, right? Why? Okay. Interesting story. <clears throat> I had a job interview. Okay. So I'm, I'm in the process of switching careers and I've been going in and, and interviewing at different places uh, to see where I'm going to fit. Okay. Now, during my process of this, I was in an interview. Um, I'm not going to say what for. And this individual says, he asks me, he says, have you been vaccinated? And in my head, I thought, I don't, I'm not, I shouldn't have to answer this. And I didn't have to answer it. And I said, I, I told him, I said, you know, I, I mean, I, I said, I, you know, I, I have not been vaccinated. Um, I said that should not matter, obviously, you know, based on my qualifications and my resume, um, me being vaccinated. I mean, that shouldn't, uh, shouldn't make a difference, you know? And I, and I, I told him, I said, if I, you know, I just believe that if you're healthy, um, if you're a healthy person, you shouldn't get the vaccine. You shouldn't get any vaccine. If you're a healthy person, there's no reason why you need to go out and get a vaccine that's only 95% effective when you are healthy and you have a 99.7, uh, 99.6% chance of surviving uh, the coronavirus if you get it, if you're a healthy individual. Um, and even some of these unhealthy individuals uh, have a higher percentage of fighting off coronavirus than, than what the vaccine does, right? And I can tell you right now, now, folks, I will not get that job, okay, um, based on me saying that I'm healthy and I wouldn't get the vaccine. Because then the individual said, well, we haven't mandated here at this company yet, but it could happen. And I just said, well, if or when it happens, I would cross that bridge at that time. Obviously, I would not get the vaccine. I will never get the vaccine. You throw me in prison before I will get that vaccine. Okay. But it is the object of me being asked such a personal question um, of my personal medical records. And it was very uncomfortable and I don't like it. Um, but 
the reason I tell that story is because we are coming down to this point in time now in this country and around the world where it's okay for these individuals to ask you such personal medical questions, you know, like, have you had, uh, have you had STDs? Um, you know, uh, what surgeries have you had? You know, these are personal medical information. You know, I shouldn't have to give that out um, to anybody. And I didn't have to answer that individual, but I did because I don't care. Um, I am fully okay with telling individuals that I am not vaccinated. I have no bother whatsoever to say that I am not vaccinated. And I'm proud to not be vaccinated. Um, I'm proud that I don't take the flu vaccine. I'm proud that I'm not taking the coronavirus vaccine. I'm very happy about it. I'm healthy. I'm okay. I'm not, listen, I'm not against vaccines. I'm not saying that all vaccines are bad, bad, not by any means, but I am healthy. And because I'm healthy, I don't need to go out and take a vaccine when I already have a good immune system. Okay. But it's interesting. This is the point. This is the time, folks. This is the time that we're in where your medical, your personal medical records are no longer personal. It's no longer confidential. Um, And it's sad. It's sad that we live in a world. It's sad that so many Americans and so many people around the world have such a blind eye to what's happening, um, especially here in the United States, because this is where I live. But it's really sad that that so many Americans here in the United States are just blind to what is going on. They're blind to these little tiny steps being implemented and getting us closer to socialism. Um, It's sad. And um, it really just, you know, it makes me, it makes me so uncomfortable and it makes me sad. And um, I just, I just never thought that I would see the day where our country would start um, leaning towards that socialism and, and communism and dictatorship. And I never thought I'd see the day where so many Americans just cowered down with their tail between their legs and not push back. It's sad. It's unfortunate. I hope the individuals that listen to this show and listen to me help you guys are fighters. Listen, I'm a fighter. I will stand up and fight for my freedom and fight for my rights um, and fight for my personal information to stay personal um, because that's that's what I believe in America. That's my opinion. But uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I love the fuck out of all you guys. God damn, do I love my listeners. I appreciate you guys so much. uh, And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.